Oh me, oh my, it's another episode of the Don't Start a Band podcast. This is episode number 15, and if you haven't liked or subscribed to any of the Don't Start a Band pages and podcasts and YouTubes and all that good stuff, you're missing out. You're missing out on 15 episodes of good quality podcast stuff. On today's episode, I have with me a man that goes by the name Wes Luna. He's a solo artist. He plays in a band called Stereo Shifter, and he's just a cool guy. So I'm excited to sit and talk with him about songwriting and uh, all that kind of good stuff. You know, music stuff, whatever. This is Don't Start a Band podcast, episode number 15. Please welcome Wes Luna. Cue the music. Westifer Luna. Is that your full name? Sean, my middle name. But yes, that's my full name. It's not Westifer? No. <laughs> no T. Cool, I've gotten that a lot. Legally, we're live on YouTube, so you have to tell oh, me. Oh, legally. The truth. Yeah. No T. No West. No. No <laughs> T. It's silent. Okay. Uh, well, thank you for coming on the podcast. Uh, thank you for having me. I know we. I meant to do it yesterday, but I had a little reschedule issue. Shit happens <clears throat> all the fucking time. Work. So, tell myself and the listeners a little bit about Westifer Luna. Uh, I used to be in a band called the Photo Atlas. And we began. Go adjust the volume. Yeah. Uh, we began, or we were on Island Def Jam for our first record. And uh, that band disbanded. I took a three-year hiatus, and then I joined a new band, which is Stereo Shifter now. Hell yeah. So how much time was in between the photo atlas? Three years. I didn't really do anything. It was only three years? Yeah, I didn't really do anything for three years. Well, I mean, I kind of played, and um, I think I know for a minute you guys tried me out for a rhythm guitar player but the timing didn't really work out at the time yeah but it's uh, I did a couple shows by myself but other than that I didn't really do much you've been doing solo stuff for a while yeah I'm working on a I may have YouTube stalked you the other day and watched old covers old covers yeah (laughs) I'm working on a new one yeah Uh, my buddy Nick from In My Room I don't know if you've heard of him but I don't think so. Sounds uh, familiar, though. He's a young kid, about t- just turned 21, but him and I, he's been helping me produce my new record. Nice. So it's coming along pretty well. I, we're like, we have two complete songs finished. Yeah. And then we have one that we're writing, and another one, uh, we need vocals added to it, and then that will be done. Nice. Probably about nine or ten. So is it going to be a, oh, okay. Yeah. So basically a full a length. full album. And a, Damn. Debating about having uh, Jack and Dino mix and master it, maybe. Who's that? Uh, Jack and Dino mixed and recorded the first Nirvana record. Bleach, really? And then he did 
a couple Soundgarden records and a bunch of other stuff. But him and Damn. I have been emailing through the year. That so, can't be cheap. And, and, uh, I mean, he told me the other Playing day... Playing in a band isn't cheap. No. <laughs> I mean, it'd be worth it for the quality, for sure. Okay. But he told me the other day he's been kind of busy, and he doesn't want me to send him stuff and then have me wait for a long time for him to get yeah. back to me. So Being up front with you. Yeah, so I'm going to get back to him when the record is done and figure out if he has a free time to do it. Nice. So, So, <clears throat> what got you into music? Like, what was the band? What was, do you have, like, a defining moment? Uh, my parents have been taking me to Taste of Colorado since, like, 1993. That's I was, when I was born. Uh, I saw uh, <laughs> Three Dog Night, 1995, at the Taste of Colorado. Okay. So, that show kind of, seeing older people playing music. Yeah. And so, you know, enjoying it made me want to do it. <clears throat> yeah? Made you want to play guitar yeah pursue it i mean okay. i've kind of been playing but i didn't really start till i was like middle school yeah officially playing and then i um, started playing like metal and metal bands when i was like 15 when i drummed oh, and i didn't play guitar <laughs> that's right you did yeah huh? do you uh you play all instruments guitar I do, bass yeah. my new record i'm doing all of it Whew. damn yeah well, I have Nick, I have my my producer Nick doing vocals and yeah. he does guitar and a couple tracks, but for the main part, I'm doing all of yeah. it. Is he just doing guest vocals? Yeah, or? I mean, okay. there's maybe the, there might be one song I might have him do the whole song through. I feel like his oh, nice. vocals are a little better than mine. Yeah, <clears throat> but yeah, him and I have been working on it for the past two like two months now. Okay. And we've only gotten four songs done. <laughs> so how did you go from playing drums and metal bands to playing bass in the Photo Atlas? Uh, I didn't. I did the metal thing for a long time, but I kind of wanted to do. You had the metal hair for a yeah, long I time. I did. My First hair, time I met you. I can't. I don't even know what year. I just turned thirty. I think we know each other. So that was at least what seventeen, maybe. I've known. Somewhere around there. Yeah. Because Mike Wall, we've both known. We've known yeah. him for a long time. So I've kind of known you for almost, maybe not quite as long as Mike, but yeah. a little. Quite a while. Yeah. Damn, time flies. Yeah. I know. I just, I'm 30 now, so it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> I don't feel 30. I don't think I'll feel 30 when I turn 30. No. But yeah. yeah, I just, I needed a new genre yeah. of music to. I had a friend pass away in 2008, too, so I feel like I kind of took a year off, and, yeah. <clears throat> and then I got back into it, kind of like now, but... What kind yeah. of metal was it? Was it like death metal? No, or was it like I can't really hardcore? remember, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> we did some, uh, you know, things back then where yeah. you can't really remember the songs you write. <laughs> of course, yeah. Being 15 years old. <laughs> Uh, yep, that's about the time. But uh, write a bunch of songs that never existed anyway. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing about that was we did get a record label offer. What? Yeah, and then uh, at the time, my guitar player was he went to rehab for drugs at the time. How old? Which, so you were fifteen. I was and... I was sixteen, and I'm a year older than him, and he was he had to be Holy fifteen. Shit. 
Yeah. Damn. Uh, I was some label from New York City emailed me and uh, when we were actually on, on our way to his house yeah. to tell him because they were going to fly us out there to play a showcase. Oh, wow. And then there was a cop car in front of his house that I knew he was going to rehab. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. So. So you've been in that rock star life for a couple more of years. More than a decade, yeah. Whew. About two decades almost. That's crazy. I don't even think I could have fathomed what rehab was when I was 15. I don't think we were ready. Well, I they was had, sheltered. They had like, they had, if we were to sign to them at that time, they already had a Europe tour scheduled for us if we were to sign with them. Damn. So I was like, I don't think four 15-year-olds would be ready to go over there. Yeah. <laughs> it probably worked out for the best. Well, Paramore started when they were 15, yeah, or at least true. the drummer was. It hit or miss. Yeah, I don't, I mean. Did you know that the backseaters are famous in Europe? You've been telling me this. (laughs) You were telling me that a couple years ago, too. I've been saying it for years. I figure if I keep saying it, it'll be true. (laughs) They like rock and roll music better than Americans, too. Exactly. You know what's crazy is uh, when I look at the statistics for the podcast, the number three Europe number two country is uh, Italy Italy's like near the top Italy and then it like lists all the other countries that are listening to it and it's I figured blows my mind Mexico is pretty good like Mexico City they're pretty big on like top of music too yeah there's all over the world man so have you only toured in America yeah I would like to do out of the country. I but would kill to do Europe. Yeah, me too. Because like that's where all our fans are. You know? A lot of, a lot of. <laughs> I feel like all a right, lot I'll of. Stop. I feel like a lot of our friends have gone over there. Yeah. But neither of our bands have had a chance to do it. Not yet. Not yet. Yes. Uh, so, played metal music. How'd you get hooked up with the photo atlas? You I, just kind of got. I hung out of with metal. them. I hung out with them at Rock Island. I don't know if you ever went to Rock Island back in the day. I don't. It was so. like the more upbeat version of Life Spot, kind yeah. of like the more Where like was it adult. At? I can't really remember. It was so. It was like somewhere by where the marquee is now. Okay. I can't remember the exact spot where it was. Yeah. But I'd hang out with them at Rock Island all the time, and then the high dive. When I was old enough, <laughs> yeah, because I met them when I was still in high school. Oh damn! Like my senior year, so and then I started do like merch for them. Okay. And then they eventually began to invite me on tours, and then excuse me, I'm drinking beer. It gives me hiccups. <laughs> and then the and the rest of the members left, yeah. so. My good friend Alan invited me to join bass guitar with them. Nice for the last couple of years. Yeah, I remember they were uh, they were pretty established. Yeah, the Denver first record was while, on huh? uh, Island Def Jam. It was the first. It was. Fr- yeah, and then a couple of records later, Solar Transmission from New York, and then they kind of just did it on their own after that. But yeah. I was a, I wasn't in the band when. They were on Island Def Jam, but that was yeah. 2007 when the oh, first wow. record came out. Yeah. Hmm. yeah, a lot of bands are doing that nowadays where, I mean, 
if you want to offer me a record deal or Wes a record deal, we would gladly accept. But at this stage in the game, as far as like music goes, like you have bands such as A Day to Remember, The Main, um, Being as an Ocean now, all of these bands don't have labels. And mm-hmm. I guess what I've kind of realized, because there's also a band from Denver called The Anchor, who, yeah. um, mm-hmm. you know, I've heard they go out on tour. They actually have people show up at shows and then they come back and they actually have money. So it's like if you can create a self-sustaining business, fuck I it. I don't think you really need a label nowadays with internet. Yeah, I don't feel like before the internet really blew up, it was helpful. But yeah, a lot of bands DIY now. Yeah. Which, I mean, it does help with the support for money. Yeah. Well, because... I mean, I buy music still, vinyls I and do CDs. Too. I like Spotify, but if I yeah. if I see a cool vinyl and I like, I'll buy yeah. it. I always say that Spotify is like a taste test. Yeah, thing. that's for me. I yeah. I like Pandora, but I like the fact that I can just pick whatever yeah you know song I want to listen to. Because of Spotify, <clears throat> I just started listening to this. Um, they're kind of like melodic hardcore, but they play in really weird time signatures. They're called uh, Napoleon. I think I've heard of that band. They are... It's kind of like that band Chon. You've heard Chon? I haven't heard... I've heard of Chon. They're like... They're music, like... Yeah. Instrumental, but they're, they play okay. a weird time like that. Yeah. But they're good. I think I've seen them one time. But yeah. I've listened to them a lot. Yeah. Well... Thanks to Spotify, I am yeah. now a fan of Napoleon. <laughs> if you guys check this out, you're welcome on the podcast for sure. And Chon too. We'll take Chon. <laughs> Wes can interview him. I, yeah, <laughs> I, I'll probably invite Alan down for that one. He really loves Chon. <laughs> yeah. So uh, musically, you've gone from metal to rock and roll, all different kinds of rock and roll. What? Is that like across the board for what you listen to as well? I listen or? to it a lot. There's some things I don't put on in mixed company because I feel like other people might not be into it. Like what? I, uh, the other day I put on the first couple Money Money Waters records, oh, and he's okay. like an old like blues artist. Jack White's really big on. Yeah, him. he. Uh, he wrote uh, that song, Baby, Please Don't Go. You probably heard it before, like that really old blues song. Probably. But, uh, yeah, Muddy Waters and... Uh, and the Rolling Stones. They were yeah, really big on they, Muddy Waters I don't know if well. you saw that uh, over Halloween, Halloween weekend, they oh no they put uh, their logo up on the, um, oh, the yeah, stadium. On Mile and, they, High. and then they took it off. What was that about? I think they can't... I think... They were trying to get them to come here, and they can't false advertise. Uh, okay. So I think they legally had to take it down because nothing wasn't really confirmed yet. At least that's okay. what I heard. Because I saw it driving by. Yeah, like, I saw the a day. picture of it. Yeah, but I, I actually saw it driving by, and then it was the day after Halloween. I went to drop my fiance off at work, mm-hmm. and then on the way back from picking her up, it was gone. <laughs> Damn, that is insane. Yeah, so I think they. I don't know what they were doing. They yeah. probably just trying to get them to come play here. Who knows, man? Yeah. Denver, it's grown so much. Maybe, right? Well, they haven't been here in a while, so yeah. I was looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah. 
It'd be it'd be cool to see the Rolling Stones. Oh, well, yeah. Just to say, you know, yeah. you've seen them. All those bands are. There's a few of them left. Yeah. Who have all the members alive, you know. What uh? What are some other ones you're a fan of? Rolling uh, Stones. I like Jerry Lee Lewis. Uh, that whole side record company mm-hmm. lineup, Johnny Cash, Elvis. Yeah. But yeah, there's some stuff I don't put on with other people, but. And that's time, the muddy waters. And yeah, stuff. that's like Elvis type of stuff like that. How come you don't listen to that with people? Uh, I mean, Elvis you know, and you know, Johnny people Cash. Our age nowadays, a lot of them don't even like the music we play. Yeah. <laughs> So that's I'm why I'm very aware. Yeah, that's why I'm like hesitant. I can never tell who's into what. So yeah, if I know you like the same type of music, yeah, I'll put it on. If we're, we're hanging out, yeah. but that's very considerate of you because yeah. I, I don't do that at all. Like <laughs> a lot of people I work with only listen to like you know EDM stuff. So oh yeah, it's kind of hard. You know, to... I give EDM credit because. You know, they do the live, uh, is it live mixing that they do? Yeah, sometimes they'll have, like, you know, a guitar player. Yeah, but I mean, I'm saying, like, a lot of, for instance, rock musicians hate on EDM, but at the end of the day, they had to make those songs beforehand, Beforehand, and whatever they're doing, like, they also have to worry about you know bass decibels and shit like that not just the I songs do, uh, you know i do like that uh marshmallow I, yeah there's that one song on the radio that they play with his a lot yeah it's like happy whatever that song is called mm-hmm. i think it's called happy something i can't remember but i know that, brian fallon did a cover of one of his songs yeah i like him yeah like there's a couple of them i like but yeah i mean uh yeah, like you said, there's some that uh, have guitar players, or they have live drums, or I do like Post Malone. Yes, yeah. is that he, your guilty pleasure? Yeah, he because he also plays other instruments too. Like he'll, yeah, he, he, oh, he shreds like, on the yeah, guitar. Yeah, he does, and he likes a lot of like yeah. the same music we do. Yeah, have <clears> you uh, have you seen that video of him uh, singing "I'm Made of Wax, Larry"? What are you made of? Yeah, day to remember. I also saw him with Aerosmith on the. Uh, it was like a some award show. I can't remember what it was, but he did Dream yeah. On with him. Damn! Like he opened, he did the first verse, so that they came on. Yeah. After him. That's well, crazy because yeah. he can rap. Obviously, he has his rap songs, but like the he, dude can fucking. Yeah, he sing. plays a really good guitar too. Yeah. That's crazy. But people like that, I like. Yeah. So I mean, it doesn't sound like you're too guilty about no, it. No. What's I'm, like your guilty pleasure that you're like. Um, people are gonna hate me for liking this. Uh, that's a good question. I'll tell you mine if you <laughs> tell me yours. Probably, I I do know all the words to a couple of Spice Girls songs. So, <laughs> okay, now we're cooking. I mean, uh, who doesn't? <laughs> yeah, I don't. But um, I would have to say mine is uh. An artist. I mean, I'm not too guilty about it, but uh, I mean, there is a lot of like hip hop that I listen to. Yeah. Um, but there's a new artist. Uh, he's called Juice World, and uh, <clears throat> I mean, I like him because the dude can actually like sing, and he does kind of like emo rap. 
I don't know. It's it's pretty cool, but I will check it out later. Uh, yeah, him and just random hip hop artists. I do like John Mayer. Yeah, that's not a guilty pleasure. No, his, He's insane. His latest song, uh, my fiance and I are like in love with. It's called New Light. I don't know if you've heard it. Is it a new single or it's off of it? It's new-ish. Okay. Uh, Is it the one with the funny music video? Yeah, the thing I we saw it when it first came out. Yeah, and we read about it, and uh, he said he made it because his uh, record company didn't want to pay a bunch of money for him to do a video, so he yeah. just went to some place where he lived, close to where he lived, and did in front of a green screen, and yeah. did it for like. Really cheap, like a thousand bucks or something. All because this record company didn't yeah. want to pay for a video. And he was like, No, I'm gonna do one anyway. <laughs> That's insane. If you haven't like, checked out the video, it's like yeah. really funny. It was like a comedy music video. The great thing about John Mayer is, like, again, a lot of people shit on him because of Your Body is a Wonderland. Oh, yeah. Which still, I mean, the guitar in it is, you know, it fits, but like a Turned lot of Turned into people, a classic song now. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, but uh, a lot of people I don't think have listened to like John Mayer Trio, where he really rips on the guitar. Yeah, um, he's, I think he's one of the best guitar players. Of I, our yeah, generation. I agree. I like him a lot. My brother lives in L.A. and he ran into him at a bar one night. He called me up after. He's like, I just, Holy uh, yeah. Shit. He's like, I just ran into John Mayer. <laughs> Damn. Why don't I, I run into people like that? I've had my share of yeah. run-ins like that i've met people but never like oh my god that's fucking blah. well there's one one time uh amy was my fiance yeah amy and i would congratulations back. by the Thank way you. i don't know if i've told you that i yet. think we both kind of i think we both got engaged a little bit 2015 after, yeah i think both both of us oh, got yeah. engaged around the same time that's crazy yeah you and I are basically like twins. Yeah. They're five years apart. Five years apart. <laughs> I just yeah. cooked in the oven a little longer, I guess. No, I mean, I have a bunch of tattoos. I can't even tell my skin anymore. You know, that's... Well, okay, I guess people still are getting tattoos, but, like, I mean, like, doing... I don't know. Tattoos and, uh, you know, gauges. A lot of people don't do the gauges anymore. I did it for a minute, and then it fell out when I was yeah. sleeping, and I was like, yeah, I'm over it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if that happened to me, and they shrinked up or whatever. Because it was like my third time doing it, trying to do it, and I was like, yeah. all right, I'm done. <laughs> Back to the guilty pleasure, though. Oh, yeah. I remembered it. My guilty pleasure right now. This is like guilty, guilty. I take back the hip-hop. I'm not guilty about that. My guilty pleasure, and I've talked about it on the podcast before, is The Grateful Dead. I'm guilty because <laughs> I talk shit about The Grateful Dead and like Deadhead fans him. and stuff for years. And like, I just, you know, they were a jam band. Fuck them. I like three minute punk songs. Yeah, and me too. Even though I write, you know, five, six minute songs now. Yeah, that's but all right. I don't know what happened. Well, okay, I'll tell you what happened. I watched a Bob Weir documentary, and I was like, damn, that guy's good at guitar. And then I watched the uh, Long Strange Trip documentary on Amazon, and that's like the full Grateful Dead documentary. Hmm. And I heard the song that like hooked me was a song called Casey Jones. Because 
<laughs> I know I'm guilty of it, but uh, their album "Working Man's Dead" is a is basically a folk album. I also just saw the mine now. Okay, Aqua. Who? Uh, what is it? Aqua? That that. Uh, oh no. yeah, Barbie Girl. Yeah, I like Doctor Jones. Is my favorite one. That song, Doctor Jones. I don't know if you remember that one. Skate City Days. Damn. Yeah, I just remembered it. You do have some guilty pleasures. I know. I hope Amy doesn't find out, but she probably will. Why? Is she going to make fun of you? Probably. Uh, So, I'm interested in Stereo Shifter, but I kind of want to talk about the solo stuff. Because I've always kind of wondered, what would you classify the genre of your solo That's a good question. Um, I don't really know yet. Because we're yeah. still kind of writing the record, so, so like you're, it's not gonna sound like because your older stuff was more like what year 2015, right? That that first record, my first, I, my first I solo record so. I did. In I mean, whatever songs we were playing last year. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you yeah. did. Uh, Jake and Colton backed me up a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah, show. Uh, those were songs from my first record that came out five years ago. I just had the five year anniversary yeah. for it. Because that was like rock and roll. Yeah. Uh, that one I didn't do by myself. I had people help me with that one. Oh, right. I that had, one uh, was over under, huh? Yeah. I had uh, okay. one of the twins from the Dirty Few uh, drum on it. Um, and then I had a friend play bass, and then I had another friend play, play piano. Nice. And then, so all I really did was guitar vocal on that record. Okay. So is your solo stuff like completely different from over under stuff? Yeah, my new record, uh, the drums are program produced drums because okay. uh, I feel like they sound a lot better for what I'm trying to do yeah. by myself. Okay. <clears throat> but uh, other than that, I'll, I'm playing all you know the bass and the guitar yeah. for it. But the drums are programmed. Okay. But you know, we're yeah. write it. You write it as you go. It's not yeah, just for sure. Click and drag. For, yeah. But but is it like because it of that? Like rocky, the, yeah, because of that, it sounds a lot better. Mm-hmm. And the the drums sound a lot better. Everything else sounds a lot better. Um, okay. I I let my brother hear it, who heard my first record, and he yeah. told me it sounds a lot better than the first record. Yeah. So. Definitely as backseaters stuff comes out it's yeah. better than the last one so I mean the second record is always better than your oh yeah first record unless it's like a whopping hit like uh, do you remember that band Boys Like Girls oh uh, yeah they put out that familiar. first album and just shot into the stratosphere and then released the second album and Gravity took hold and they fell right although through. I always tend to like bands first record yeah know? Like older bands that have been around for a long time, you go back and hear their first record, you're like, wow, that's really good. Uh, Like the band called Manic Street Preachers. I don't know if you've heard of them. Mm -mm. Uh, They're from, uh, I think, London or UK. Are they a punk band? Yeah. uh, They've been around, I think they began in like 89 or 90 or 89 or 90 around that time. But like their first record, they have, I think they have about twelve out now. But their first record is really good too. Yeah. So I feel like I like I tend to like older 
material from yeah. bands. Not my own though. <laughs> yeah. uh, like I don't really even like listening to myself, but yeah. With my See, new record. I do. It's not a narcissism thing. It's just like I've said before, I write the songs that I feel like are missing from my collection, you yeah. know. And I'm guilty of listening to my own shit. I mean, I do after like <laughs> I definitely do when I'm yeah. writing it. For sure. Like but I, you make, hear it so I make I make Amy listen to it all the time yeah. on the in the car when we're driving anywhere. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, to do my homework on it, figure yeah. out what I need to tweak. But after the record is yeah. done, I usually... But when you're in the studio, you yeah. hear the same chorus over yeah. and over and over and over yeah. again. I, I, I think I've probably annoyed her a couple of times having to listen yeah. to the same song over and over again. But that's currently what we're doing right now. Nice. Uh, Stereo Shifter, I think we're going to be recording a new single... Okay. Coming up. Where do they record? Um, I cannot remember the studio name. But uh, wasn't Josh doing it for a little while? Was he, he does like sometimes he'll do like demos at home, but okay. they take it to a studio when they actually want to release oh, it. Nice. They've been around, I think, for about five years. That's insane. Yeah. I didn't know about them until recently. We I played with them a couple times when yeah. I did my solo stuff. Yeah. So I've known Josh for a while. Okay. And then he invited me to join. That's cool. Yeah. How did that come about? You guys are just friends? Or? Well, he kept uh, messaging me and kind of giving me the idea that they want to add a bass player. Yeah. Because they were a two-piece for a long time. Yeah, because he would do the guitar based thing at the same time and he yeah. wanted to expand his guitar technique yeah, for sure and uh i guess they had a couple people try out that didn't really fit mm-hmm. uh, and he remembered my previous band and yeah i think that helped <laughs> nice so i i had a couple other offers but i didn't there, there is another band that would play a show like every week. And I was like, yeah, no, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be playing out like six times. Was in it one a month. cover band? Or no, no. Very... I don't, I don't want to say the name and. Oh yeah, you know. please don't. But uh, just in case they want yeah, to no. <laughs> but anyway, you yeah. know they, they play out a lot. They don't yeah. feel too much. It's good when you're starting out and nobody knows who you are. And but then once like, you kind of yeah build a little fan base you know yeah, because really, it's hard to get people, people to out. come to if a you're show playing once out, a week if you're playing out like more than five times a month yeah you know it's just not good yeah i mean <clears throat> it's fun don't get me it's wrong. fun yeah but yeah as far as and i just like scheduling like i at first i was kind of interested in it and i was like no yeah. it's probably not going to work out because again i'm i work a lot and then mm-hmm. I don't want to be playing a show like twice yeah. a week and having to take time off work every week to play yeah. a show. So you're writing with Stereo Shifter? Uh, or they have it written? Well, the, the one we're recording, Josh had kind of written before I joined. And then okay. now that I joined, he wants me to do the bass part for it. Now okay. that we're a three-piece. But we have a new song that we just first wrote together as okay. a band. Um, I don't know if we're gonna record it uh, soon. Yeah, I know he he wants he wants to record it, but I don't know okay. when. 
Yeah, I think uh, they released at the beginning of 2017. I think that show we played with them, uh, the Backseaters played with them at Moe's. I think that was mm. a release show mm-hmm. for them. I think I remember seeing that. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- <clears throat> I don't remember what it was for, though. So are they planning to do like another release or just single? I think we're going to... That's a good question. I'd like to do an, like a three song EP. Yeah. Um, I was still going to talk to Josh about it. But yeah. Um, are you we, ever going to go back to the emo hair? No. <laughs> Have you I thought about it? I can't. I don't want to do the long hair again. Why? I like the short hair. You had it for so long. I did. That's why I didn't like it. Yeah. Uh, you can see clearly now yeah, the hair is gone. I think Amy likes me better. Yeah. Not that she didn't before with long hair, but she likes the short hair better. So what you're saying is Amy's the boss. <sighs> yeah, she's the boss, yeah. <laughs> I get it, 100%. If, There's nothing wrong with that. None of you are in a relationship yet. You'll find out soon enough. <laughs> Will love advice here mm-hmm. on the Don't Start a Band podcast. Um... <laughs> So walk me through your songwriting process. When you write a song, how does it all start? Uh, do you sit down with the intent of writing a song, or does uh, it just shit starts firing? I always have my you... guitar with me by like the couch at home. Like, yeah, I'm sure you probably do it sometimes too. You always have it nearby. Yeah, um, I have one in my room. Yeah, I have one at home, right? You know, right on the edge of the couch in case I come up with something but this record i had the title track song written for about a year yeah i just didn't really do anything with it really i wrote it about a year ago okay. and then i finally just got around to actually recording it and that's yeah. when all the rest of the structure of it came together yeah. did and you then, try and like write to the sound of that title track that you had uh well i had the, the name made up which would Eventually was the chorus for the title yeah. track. And then I kind of just uh, went around that. Yeah. And then the other ones, I, it's weird how I do it. Sometimes I, uh, I'll like sit down and write it in five minutes. Yeah. Or there'll be times where I have, I'll like sit on it and then come back to it. Yeah, those back burners. Yeah, songs. my first record, I wrote that whole record probably in about like an hour. Damn. Yeah. Like, One hour. Yeah. If you put them all together, each song I wrote about like five to ten minutes. <clears throat> I don't know. There's a song on my first first record called Get There On Time. I don't know if you heard that one yet. I think we played that one. Yeah. That was one. Yeah. I wrote that in like five minutes too. Damn. So do you write, do you like come up with a guitar part and then the lyrics come next? Or do you like spitball both. as you're playing guitar? It's both. Yeah. Some of them I'll do guitar first, and then some of them I'll do lyrics first, and I'll yeah. have a melody in my head. Oh, okay. Sometimes I'll be out and about, and maybe driving or something, and I'll come up with it, and then I'll get home and write it. Okay. Uh, I had I still haven't written the rest of the record yet. Yeah. So. Sounds uh, like it's not going to take very long. Uh, I'm, I might need you should probably fit summer. the form and do a whole record in one hour again. Uh, that would be kind of hard. <laughs> yeah, I mean, That's if unbelievable. Yeah, 
I can sometimes not even write a song in an hour. Yeah, I mean, like once I once I yeah. I feel it, I like I if I start a song, I have to finish it. Yeah, I can't like come back. I mean, I'll, sometimes I'll come back to it if I can't. Yeah, figure out the rest of it. But once I have the basic idea of it, well, I'll it's hard because once that it. like fire of inspiration, like that's definitely happened for me. Like that fire of inspiration hits you, and if you don't you know take it to full blast or whatever and you kind of let the fire die down it's hard yeah. to become excited about that idea again. yeah like once you get an inspiration to do it you want to get as much out until oh, yeah. you don't really feel like playing anymore but that's kind of how i how i write yeah what yeah. uh so you're 30 now 30 yeah you're engaged what yeah. uh what kind of stuff are you writing about like, uh, where do you draw inspiration from? Because well, it's now, not about chasing girls. No, not or, no more. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now that, you know, we're both about to be married, uh, it does change your writing yeah. process. Sure. Um, Is it more like introspective? Because, like, yeah. that's the direction that I've gone. That's just where like, I'm going now, too. Yeah, yeah. There's some, there is a couple songs that I've written about my experiences with relationship yeah good and bad yeah but I feel like some songs come from bad memories yeah uh, definitely the best songs can come from a bad memory unfortunately well, every time you play that song like you are gonna feel it yeah and what's uh, like one that's of the that's what it's really writing is about too yeah you know, you want to write a song, a song that other people feel the same way about. <clears throat> yeah. Well, and people can tell when you're full yeah. of shit and you're just singing, you know, random some, stuff. Yeah, yeah. When you're doing that on stage and people can tell, like, oh, damn. Who another hurt cool you, thing, Wes? I just, who hurt you? Another cool thing I just bought that we could probably talk about. I just bought a talk box about a couple weeks ago. Is that like I don't it know, makes your voice fuzzy? Yeah, a talk box is. Uh, I don't know if you heard Peter Frampton's song "Do You Feel Like We Do," where oh, Aerosmith's "Sweet Emotion" at the yeah. beginning. You know how they do. Sweet yeah, that that's a, a talk box. So it's like a it's like a pedal, and there's mm -hmm. like a little little hole in the bottom of it where yeah. the tube goes, and then the tube runs up, and then it goes in your mouth, and you make the sounds with your mouth. Like the tube is like an amp. It goes like, in your mouth. Yeah, so like I can, you can have your amp completely off and the pedal on, and you can still play it through the tube. Oh. Um, and I got that because I, I was thinking, like, I want to do something like that, you know, unique that people aren't doing. Yeah. And I was like, I've never really seen anybody in our generation with our genre of music use a talk box. Yeah. So that sounds pretty yeah, unique. That, uh, so. When I play live again for my solo stuff, I'm going to bring that out. So hopefully that'll. Hell yeah. You get should make a, an Instagram video. I, maybe I might. Because I know I'm still a little confused. So I'd imagine maybe, uh, maybe some other people would. Yeah, maybe. Follow I'll, him on Instagram at West Luna Official. Yeah, there's a, a couple of fake ones out there. So. Really? But yeah. I. There's a couple I've, fake yous on YouTube too. I YouTube stalked you. Did I already tell you? Yeah, that? really. Oh, there's okay. a couple of me on YouTube. There's, I don't even. There's use a YouTube. few West Lunas. 
I didn't know some that. Some of them are you, <laughs> some are not Maybe, you. I don't know. I don't have a YouTube. Yeah. So. I think generally what happens is when you make a Gmail account, it'll it automatically, automatically do yeah. a, a YouTube account. Yeah. Well, I when I started this, I was going to just roll off of uh, the Don't Start a Band email and like have a separate YouTube channel, but... I uh, I was lazy about it, and I just stuck with the subscribers that I have on my personal one. Yeah, I thought about getting a YouTube account, but you should. Maybe I might making that video content. You can I go think, live. Uh, you were going live for a while on Facebook. What happened? Yeah, I do that. Like sometimes I'll do it at like a band practice, um, or occasionally I'll do it. You know, uh, when I'm writing in yeah. the studio, I'll do it. Um. I don't know. I'll, I don't. It's weird how it, like there'll be times when I feel like doing it, times when I don't. Yeah. But maybe I'm, I'm kind a, of getting addicted to it. Yeah. At first, I <laughs> I got into it like in the photo house. Like I would go live and we would play a couple shows every so often. I yeah. would Maybe do a live song on Facebook when you're there. But yeah. Maybe for the show next week, I might do that. I might do a live. That'd be cool. I might actually do the whole set live. Damn. How long is your guys' set? 30 minutes? Uh, yeah. About 30 minutes. Half an hour. Nice. I think we're headlining. I roll my eyes because I hate headlining. <laughs> Why do you hate headlining? I, we did it in front of us a bunch. Like, the oh, last, it's such a drag the, to be the most famous band. The last show, the last tour we did was in 2015. And there was a show that we played in Chicago at the Abbey Theater. We went on at like 11.30. They're like, playing late. You know, it's like, great. They're, you know, everybody left. We're the last band and we're on tour. And there's like, yeah. you know, it's just. Did you guys have a guarantee? I think we did, but yeah. still, it's like you still want to play to people. For sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you, you could be one person, but you, as long I'm as grateful that for one, one person. Still, is I would let, especially if you're on tour, you still want yeah. more people to come out. But shout out to brad anderson when i was on tour with if i fail we played in san diego it was somewhere around laguna beach probably not san diego not sure i don't know much about california but anyway we were playing near laguna beach and brad anderson was out there and he was tattooing had his own shop and stuff um, but we invited him to the show because he used to live in Denver and like he was in the hardcore scene and stuff. And we played at this pizza place. And what was it called? I'm familiar with that. I area. remember. I don't know. <laughs> Laguna Beach, right? I, yeah. It, so it had like a room that had a stage and then there was like a divider wall and then all the other. Hmm. People were in there eating pizza, but nobody watched our set except for Brad, and Brad went nuts. He was like knocking like over chairs. One, Hell all yeah. That it, one person. It amped me up, and I was like, this one's for Brad. Speaking of which, shout out to the Viper Room for having me play there more than one time. Yeah. Acoustic. And That's pretty band, sick, yeah. though. Playing the Viper Tommy, Room. Tommy, the GM there, if you end up watching this podcast. Well, if you share it, you might. <laughs> I probably will tag a minute. <laughs> Hell yeah. Shout out Tommy from the Viper Room. Yeah. Do you like California? Yeah, I'm, I, we have a lot of family there. Yeah. Uh, my brother lives there, and I've been going there even before Amy and I met to go visit him. Yeah. Um, like in L.A.? Yeah. Like the L.A. Uh, area? 
her family lives in Santa Clarita, and uh, he, my brother lives Culver City, which is like not too far from LA. Okay. But uh, yeah, I've I played the Viper Room a couple times, and uh, did get offered a Whiskey Go Go show, but yeah. the timing didn't work out. Yeah. But that, that's one venue I like to go. But I know both the talent buyers have both venues. Damn. So it, <clears throat> would you nice. ever move to California? No. <laughs> no. How come? I lived there before when I was younger. Yeah. Uh, Amy is from there, and she lived there her whole life, and that's why she moved here. But, California took it out of her, huh? Yeah. And, it, you know, I don't know. No, I wouldn't move. Yeah, Plus, I have either. my parents are here. Yeah. And I have family here, too. Yeah, makes sense. Colorado's great. It's kind of becoming the new California. Kind of. Yeah, a lot of people, smog. Uh, you know, I'm sure there's famous people somewhere here. Yeah. Right? I think Bill Murray lived here for a little while, too. He went Bill born, Murray? Yeah, he went to college here. I don't know if you what? saw, like, a year ago, they had his, like, anniversary for his mm. college. Um, and uh, he came here to go to his uh, like reunion, oh, college damn. reunion. Yeah. No, I didn't see that. That's yeah, there were like crazy, p- there were pictures of on like Twitter, and I think they showed it on the news too. That's how I saw and heard about it. Shout uh, out to Bill Murray, friend of the podcast. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? There was one time I was in LA. I, there was when I played the vibe room after the show. We went to. Uh, place called Soho House on uh-huh. Sunset Boulevard right up the street. It's like a exclusive club. It costs like two grand to get in. Holy uh, shit. How'd my, you get in? My brother's coworker is a member and you can get invited by a member oh, okay. to get in. And when you walk in there is like a couple of uh, Rolls Royces parked out front and there was like Jesus. a Ferrari on the other side. So like we went up there is in like a like a business building. Mm-hmm. On the like almost on the very top floor, so you can see the whole city of LA. Wow! And uh, we're like sitting in a booth, kind of like this, and the bar is like right behind us, where kind of like your drum kit is. Yeah. And uh, so I get up to go order a drink, and next to me there's a guy in a hat ordering a drink, and I look up, I look over, and at first uh, like I saw him hand the card to the bartender and said Bill, and I thought it was a Murray, but it said Mar. I don't know if you know who Bill, Bill Maher. Maher. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bill Maher. Damn. Yeah. I was like, that's. My dad got mad because he went with me for that trip and yeah. he went to bed early that night. I was like, man, I wish I would have went. I would have talked Who's to Who's the him. most famous person you've ever ran into? Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman? Yeah. I ran into him at uh, uh, Huntington Beach a couple years ago with Amy. Oh, wow. We were at, the bar, at a bar in Huntington Beach and he just. Randomly showed up and walked by. He's pretty easy to point out. Yeah, and it was funny because she knew him from uh, that rehab show that he was on. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, like she was trying to figure it out. I was like, she's like, no, he's on on that rehab show. I was like, no, he was a Chicago Bulls champion. Yeah, you know, I was like, she's like, no, he's from the rehab. I was like, no, <laughs> I'm telling you, he's a Chicago Bulls champion. <laughs> you know, he uh, he gets invited to go to North Korea all the yeah, time. Yeah, I heard about that. Kim Jong Un. It's funny. Like a couple of days later, one of my friends ran into uh, uh, what was his uh, uh, the other Chicago Bull player with him, not Michael Jordan, but uh, 
You're asking the wrong <sighs> Scotty dude. Pippen. Okay. He ran into Scotty Pippen like two days later. Yeah. It's like, that's weird. Oh, they probably were hanging out together. <laughs> Damn. But, uh. Yeah, I can't say I've ever yeah. ran into anybody famous. Like, I've waited outside of shows to meet like, people, famous people, yeah. but just, yeah, like, I've never just been like, about. oh, shit, yeah. that's so-and-so. L.A. It happens all the time if you're there. Oh, way. yeah, I'm sure. Especially if you're hanging out, like, Sunset, uh, Venice, probably. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, sunset, it happens quite a, a lot. That's yeah. where all, you know, where the rap room is and the Whiskey A Go-Go. And, and the comedy store. The comedy is on... Sunset Boulevard too, and I think the comedy store is on Sunset. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that whole lifestyle though, I don't. It's fun to visit that lifestyle, but yeah. to live it, I don't know. I don't want to live it. Sometimes. At least not now. Maybe if yeah. when I was younger, but for sure. Yeah, it's not for everyone. Just no. like uh, you know, living in Colorado. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes, some days, man. A lot of people are. I was gonna out. say like you know, Alaska, or New York, or New York. I don't. Th- I couldn't do that. Too many people. Too crowded. I couldn't live too there either. No, I'd be Visit, on edge. But not live there. Do you think people in New York get gray hair sooner than people, say in Wyoming? Probably. Who take it easy and. I bet. That's, yeah. It just seems like you'd be stressed all the time. Like. Day off, nothing to do. I mean, it's all much better here now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the mountains used to be a place to escape to, and now it's... Everybody's going there. Everybody's going to the fucking mountains. And the weed legalization, too, didn't really help. Weed. <laughs> Everybody moved here when we legalized it. You think that's why they moved here? I See, I that. always say that, but I really wonder, like, why? That's a good question. I thought you would know the answer. I thought I've known that answer for a long time, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You should write a book. Mm. Come on. I don't like to write things down. <laughs> you could write. It sounds like you've had a pretty extensive life thus far. That's you probably good, have yeah. some stories, Walt Disney. Tour stories, yeah. West Disney. <laughs> there you know, probably, probably tour stories. Yeah. But. No, I mean, nothing too, like, crazy, but funny tour stories. Yeah. Nice. So, kind of getting back to uh, that band life, um, how would you describe the differences between being solo and playing in Stereo Shifter? Like, what things do you like? Solo, what I can do whatever I of? want. Yeah. Like if I have a new song I want to go rec- you know record it I can do that mm-hmm. whenever I want. A stereo shifter, you know, you or if you're in any band you have to bring it to the other people if you like it and then you can go off that. Yeah, those damn other yeah. people. <laughs> but it is nice to have play with other people though. Yeah, but for sure. you know, um, if you join a band and it's not yours, you're pretty much playing somebody else's stuff. So yeah, at least for a little while, you know. For a while, yeah, until you get until you get comfortable with each other into where you can write yeah together it's uh, kind of a weird thing when you start writing with somebody because it's like letting somebody hold your kid yeah it's <laughs> kind of, that's a good yeah that's i probably agree with that <laughs> yeah because here you know you're proud like, of this go, body of but... work and then someone's like hey can i fuck this up mm-hmm. <laughs> but for the most part uh i never say no to trying anything like yeah. what i'm 
writing and recording except something. for drugs right yeah, that too say no to drugs if i'm in the studio writing my producer will give me an idea if he says try i'm like all right yeah you know it might work out it might not but we can at least try it for the most part it's worked out pretty well all like the ideas he gave me for this my new record yeah. um have turned out pretty well i wouldn't have never thought of doing some ideas for the songs i wrote that he had yeah well, it's so, kind of like watching a movie, you know what I mean? Two people sitting in a theater, they're watching the same movie, but someone else is noticing different so, things, yeah. and like, you know, it looks different it's to everybody. It's good to have the other, the other two eyes there. Yeah. Um, in two years, because sometimes I'll hear something, and sometimes I won't hear it. Yeah. And then if I ask somebody to listen to it, they might be able to pick out something I didn't hear. Yeah. So that's why I never say no to trying anything new. Yeah, but, so that's the major difference. Is yeah, like recording or yeah, even play like yeah, recording and writing on. If somebody tells me, you know, you should try and do this or that part, I'm like okay. Yeah, would you ever bring one of your songs to Stereo Shifter? Maybe if it was the right fit. Yeah, new stuff's not a right fit. Uh, I mean, there's some that could work. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm I'm still pretty new, so maybe once we've yeah, but band if you together, really want to win them over, yeah. bring them a kick-ass song. Maybe I could. Did we already say shout out to Stereo Shifter? I don't think we did. If you shout guys are watching, they're probably. Not. We have practice tomorrow night, so they're gonna watch it tomorrow. You should maybe. make them watch it. They're probably watching it right now. Maybe. Maybe I did. Uh, I did put a link on Facebook. Uh, I can't read how many right now. Yeah, it's hard to read. Um, I mean, <laughs> I can't see. Honestly, the the listens are where, because that's the cool thing about podcasts is like YouTube. You have to sit and watch, and like I make the video strictly because like when I watch Joe Rogan and they're talking we, about something, we, the listeners can go back and watch the video, right? Or no? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, people still. I mean, even if they're not watching it live, like they I'll check the views. And yeah, later. and people will watch it because like if you're listening, you can watch it later. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it's funny to watch like the interactions. You know what I mean? Cause I do. We're talking I, into if, them. if I hear like the favorite artists of mine is with a podcast and they they're, yeah they they're doing audio and video, I'll mm-hmm. go watch it. Well, that's the thing is like, uh, you know, with podcasts, you can listen while you're driving. Yeah. I listen to it at work. You know, it's like kind of a passive now thing. Now that you have me on this one, I might get more into it because I never really got into them before. Yeah. But maybe now I might. The podcast world is extensive. I've done it once, actually. Yeah. Uh, a, f- a friend of mine, Josh, had me on one of his like two years ago. Mm-hmm. Two or three years ago. What's his podcast called? I cannot remember. I will have to send you the link to it. I cannot remember podcast. That would be a good name, but <laughs> <laughs> so that every time somebody asks, "What's the name of your podcast?" <laughs> I can't <Yeah>. remember. <laughs> no, that's really the name of the podcast. Oh my god! Fuck! Don't start a band. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I think I just helped you with the new name. <laughs> oh my god! That's genius. Where can I look up your podcast? I, I don't, don't remember. Know. I don't remember. That no. is insane. That's the name of the podcast. I don't remember. Or you could name like a band that or a song. This next song is called... I don't uh, remember. I don't remember. <laughs> Damn. 
That just that tickled me. I'm tickled right now. You could use it. I'm not gonna use it. We could both <laughs> use it. We could, but you could. We use should it more. start a hashtag on hashtag. Instagram. Hashtag I don't remember. What was that South Park hashtag? Uh, the living room was dying. Hashtag. The you what? Know, you didn't remember, did you watch that episode? Uh-uh. Uh uh. Everybody was like on their iPhones now, and I think it was Stan was like making a big deal out of it. And he hashtag. The living uh, the living room is dying. Oh. Hashtag. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, and then it started trending. <clears throat> That's crazy. So we kind of already talked about uh, you know record labels and stuff, but when you look at the music business today, like, what do you see for yourself? And as far as like, what the fuck is going on nowadays? And I would like to have support from a label, but. Like I said earlier, a lot of people can do it on their own now. Yeah. And, you know, if you have the right connections with people and the experience, I feel like you don't really need. Yeah. Luckily, Would you say a big thing is like distribution? Probably, or? yeah. Luckily, okay. I was grateful enough to meet people in the business. Yeah. And I still kind of keep in touch with those people. Uh, like, I'm still good friends with Portugal, man. And we've been friends for yeah. over a decade. You also know that uh, Daniel Ratcliffe and the Night Sweats, right? Nathaniel, yeah, I know Nathaniel. Nate. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking it was. Uh, <laughs> I was too. He was actually in a band called Born in the Flood, which the photo I us play with for quite a while back in the day. Yeah. And I prefer that band over his new stuff. But yeah, he's. I still like his stuff. But yeah, I've known Nate for a long time. Um, is that why you call him because you're friends, Nate? Yeah, I'll call him Nate, yeah. And I always, like, I'll be like, hey, remember born in, your band Born in the Flood? Yeah, that should be you guys now. And I, <laughs> you yeah. know, I mean, it was cool to see him on Jimmy Fallon, but... You don't like that son of a bitch song? I do, that's good. Son of a bitch! I, I just, Fucking like... Fucking cracks me up every time I, I just, hear it. I just like Born in the Flood better because they were more, yeah. like, indie pop rock. Yeah. I think they're on Spotify. Born <clears throat> in the, the flood. In the flood. Yeah, go check okay. them out. You can totally hear Nate's voice in that. Yeah. That was, that was like, I don't even know what year that was. Probably 2009, 2010. Okay. But uh, yeah, I've known him for a while in Portugal. Man, we've been friends for 13, 14 years. Um, Sounds like you're pretty hooked up with connections. Um, I just from being in bands, I play with people, yeah. and then you just maintain that relationship. Um, I like I'll text Zach from Portugal, Portugal man, occasionally. Yeah, who's still kind of keep in touch, but I know he just you know when you're that busy, you don't really have time to reply to yeah. everybody all the time. So. Or you see it and you forget. Yeah, forget. So yeah. like, I mean, the last time we hung out. <clears throat> I think they played the Bluebird, and I texted him like the day before. I said, uh, hey, can you get me on the list? And I was like, yeah, I'll get you on. And I was like, uh, how about a VIP? And I was like, uh, maybe. And then I show up, and there's a VIP. You said maybe? No, he said maybe. Oh. And then I show up, and there's a, <laughs> there's a VIP pass waiting for me. I thought and, you uh, were like, yeah, maybe. <laughs> but I'll have to show you the picture, but their, yeah. their uh, VIP all-access pass was like a, a nipple somebody's nipple and it's oh, a nice. Portugal man <laughs> that's tight yeah but uh yeah they're doing really well now which is good it's always good to see bands that start out with you after, 
after your previous band disbanded that are yeah. doing good. The Portugal band is one of those bands that we play with, well, before I joined, but they play with early on. That's a good mindset to have because a lot of times, and I feel like in Denver, this is happening more often than it used to, but I feel like a lot of people have like a me first mentality, you know what I mean? If you're not doing what they're doing, you get mad at them because they're more successful than you're like, why? I did the same thing. Why am I not where they are? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm more happy for people who... That's awesome. Yeah. Not a lot I mean, they people. worked for it, you know. They did the same thing we did. Yeah. Touring constantly all the time. And our lectures ran out, but yeah. they, theirs kept going. For you sure. You know, and maybe it might have not been the right band for each member. Yeah. But. So where do you see the music uh, business heading? Like, what, what do you no see happening? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't really... I can't remember. I don't really deal with that, though. Yeah. I don't really need to. You don't think about it? Not until I have to deal with it. Yeah. But... Wouldn't it be good, though, to, like, be one step ahead so you can anticipate for it? Like... I mean, with my previous experience, I did learn a lot of that side of it. Mm Mm-hmm. But I didn't really have to deal with it. Yeah. Yeah, somebody else deal with it. Yeah. Nice. I wish but, sometimes we had that. I have worked for uh, some people which I get, aren't really guilty pleasures, but you've probably played. You've, you've worked for them before, mm-hmm. which I've had. Uh, I worked for Drake Bell for about a year and a half. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, really? When his superhero movie came out, I worked for him for about a year, yeah. How did you <laughs> work for him? Uh, I was a street team leader for Colorado. Okay. Did you actually get to meet him? I almost did. And then uh, he played, he's a year older than I am. He's 31. Uh, okay. Um, but we like the same music. Really? Yeah. Like he likes the stray huh. cat. He likes the stray cats. I like the stray cats. And he likes like all that old like rockabilly stuff. Yeah. And like, uh, yeah, I almost met him. He was going to play either just. Son One time, bitch. and then I think that was when I disbanded from that. And then took he's on got him. you doing all this work, <laughs> and he can't even take the time out to hang no, out. No, they did. You. They did offer me meet and greets for that, but I think I was, I really like. You were like, nah, Drake Bell. I just, I just only if Josh is there. <laughs> Josh comes, I'll come. Yeah. Uh, and Aaron Carter too. I worked for him for a little bit. As like a street team thing? <clears throat> yeah. Damn. I met him at uh, the Oriental when he played here. They, they gave me a uh, meet and greet for him. When was that? Well, you're 25 now, right? How old are you? Yeah. Probably when I was your age, 25, five years yeah. ago. Do people still do street teams? I know that I used to be like so. a popular no. thing back in the day, but. That's how I kind of got my start too. Like Drake Bell and working for Aaron Carter for a little bit. Yeah. And then I worked for under the, my first job in the industry was under the influence of giants, okay. which is AKA now AWOL Nation. Is really? Is now, yeah. Huh. If you go if you go on Spotify, look up under the influence of giants. It's uh, Aaron Bruno's band before AWOL Nation. Wow. I worked for them for about a year and a, almost two years. And did that? What did that consist of? Just promoting on yeah, social and media? Then when, yeah, and then when they would come here, they would 
give me like uh, VIP stuff to go with, hang out with them, and they would make sure that I'm doing what I need to be doing. Hell for yeah! Street teaming. Did you get paid or it was like no, a volunteer just, basis? No, it was just it, you would get VIP stuff and take it to shows. That's not a bad deal. <laughs> no, that's how I got into it. I don't put any of those on my resume though. <laughs> <laughs> you should. People will be like, you work for Drake Bell and Aaron Carter? No. Just say that you did, and then, uh, you know, it's not like they'll be able to call them as a reference, you know? I wish, because I would love to be able to call them myself. Yeah. I did hang out with Aaron Carter's sister at the show. She was pretty cool. But Yeah. Yeah, she was. uh, What's her name? I can't remember what her name was. (laughs) I can't remember. (laughs) Her name was I Can't Remember. She was just telling me, like, funny stories about him like when he was a kid and stuff so yeah but uh and he was a cool guy too he was like fascinated with all my tattoos at the time really yeah uh, he had some but he didn't have nearly as many as i did yeah he was like uh <coughs> justin bieber before justin bieber, bieber became him yeah yeah because he was uh popular like back in the day yeah Right yeah. after Backstreet Boys kind of lost popularity. And then he became popular. Yeah. It's weird. But yeah, I've had like weird work jobs like that. Yeah. But that sounds pretty cool, though. It yeah. sounds like you're pretty. I got uh, free flyers for a superhero movie. They or they mailed me like 100 posters of that movie. Okay. I still have them somewhere. <laughs> you just hung them up. No, I just I like I, I would You're have. Well, yeah, to. I was. I did hung up, hang up some. Yeah. At, like local theaters, and then I just I have. I think my parents have it somewhere. I have still I probably have about fifty of them. Huh. Around, but that's very interesting. I've never had a job like that. <clears throat> yeah, it was fun. Yeah. But so, that's kind of how I would get connected with fans. Yeah. Now, like that's kind of how I did it with Photo Atlas to kind of reach out like that. Okay. Because the worst they can say is no, right? Yeah. The worst they can say is no, and then you just find another band you like and ask them if they need help with that something. Yeah, that's pretty rad. Yeah. So we kind of touched on it before. You buy CDs and records, um, but how do you? How do you feel about streaming? Like, obviously, you said you I, listen to Spotify yeah, a little bit. I like but... it. Uh, I think it's different than buying records because if you go on Spotify, you'll see how many plays each yeah. particular song has, and then you look see how many followers the artist has, and then how many listeners the artist has. Yeah. Where compared to how many records? Why I does bought. that matter? That's what I would thought too. You look at it and you're like, oh, this That's one's too like, popular. So I'm like, that's the, the weird difference between that and buying a record. Yeah. Like back then, it would just be basically, it'd be based on how many records you sold and go. Yeah. And then now, I feel like it's how many streams you get and the little followers you have. How do you feel about playing that game? I don't Are know. you on Spotify? Not yet. No. Why? Well, my new records are not yet. <laughs> But you have this body of music. You have Over Under. You have your that, own that's stuff. On, that is on Spotify. You can find that. Over Under? Yeah. I mean, I when it all about, boils down to it, that was pretty much a solo record. Yeah, I could re-release under my name, which I've thought about, but I don't have the physical MP3s anywhere. Oh, okay. I thought about re-releasing my first record, but again, I don't have the 
physical MP3s anywhere to where I can upload it. They just disappeared. I think I have the you CD somewhere in my parents' house. I'm gonna have to find it, but okay, because the five year anniversary just came up, and I really wanted to re-release uh, the EP on under my Spotify name for the anniversary. But yeah, I can find it. So maybe I might do that before the end of the year if I can find it. Okay. Are you excited to uh, get some solo stuff on Spotify? Yeah, it's been you know five years since I've done it, so nice. Since the first record came out, which is a long time in between the record. Yeah. <clears throat> but it's not like, you know, you were away not doing no, anything. No, yeah, I was busy doing stuff. But I have seen you post, though, a couple times that you were quitting music. I thought about that, too. Yeah, sometimes I feel like everybody gets to a point. Not me, um, brother. Not me. Well, that's good. <laughs> You just, I feel like there for people who are who don't have a, really have a band at the moment. Yeah, you just I get feel discouraged like you get to a point where you're like, is it worth trying to keep fighting to find people to play or just yeah. stop it all together? Because like you know, a lot of people aren't into that whole EDM thing, and it's hard to find yeah people who like the same music, let alone to play it. Well, at the end of the day, I think you're kind of like me. Like, you can't not write songs. Mm-hmm. It's just going to happen. They come to I know, you. Like, even, like, even Amy was like, you're not going to quit. Yeah. Sure, the next day I wrote a new song. Mike and I talked about it one time. He just texted me. He goes, <laughs> did you see Wes is quitting music? Dot, dot, dot. Again? <laughs> Again, yeah. That sounds like something Mike would text you about. <laughs> Dude, Mike Wall is a funny cat. If yeah, people listening probably don't know who Mike is, but <laughs> Mike Wall is a huge Blink One Eighty Two fan. He's a very uh, how would you describe it? Well, we've known each other f- for a long time. He's an intense individual. A long, long time. We met when we were thirteen, I think. I've known Mike for over a decade. <laughs> yeah, almost two. Almost two decades. Yeah, we've known Shit. each other. Damn. Time flies. Yeah. That's weird. Um, is there anything else you'd like to say about Stereo Shifter? Like, are you excited to start playing in that band? Yeah. I mean, it's only been... We just had our second show. Yeah. This will be our third. How's it been going, the shows? Good. Uh, I think we have a December show lined up. I can't really announce it yet, but once everything is confirmed... Um, Just do it. I can't. <clears throat> Come on. Uh, no, I can't. I can't announce it yet. But I think uh, we do have a December Just give show. me the first letter of the venue. First letter? Yeah. I'll give you a letter. A letter? <laughs> <laughs> that was a letter. A. Marquee. Possibly. It's That's not Moon Room. There's no A's in Moon Room. <clears throat> but we might potentially have a December show. Uh, I'm going out of town at the end of the month, so it'll be before that. But okay, um, yeah, we have a show uh, Friday next Friday, which is what the twenty at the Larimer Lounge, right? Yeah, the twenty third <laughs> is that for the date? But yeah, Thursday's That's Black Thanksgiving Friday, is twenty second, right? Yeah, so it'd be Black the twenty third, the Black Friday, on Black Friday. Okay, with uh. 
Who was, I, I think I'm a boy and state drugs and, and the lichen. Yes. Friends of the podcast. <clears throat> I had a lovely oh, yeah. time sitting there. They were on right dudes. before I was, the episode before I was on. Right? That was the last no, episode. No, there was one in between. One in between. Almost made. Almost. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. You're actually the first. Uh, you're the first solo one I think I've had in a while. Because I know I did uh, Aaron from the Host Club. Oh, no, I did Tim. Um. Okay, well, it seems like the past couple have been, you know, at least two people. Yeah, Yeah. which is cool. uh, Honestly, that's why I stopped using the headphones, because I used to do that. But um, I feel like sometimes people get a little, like, weird about hearing their voice, you know what I mean? So if we just do it like this, like we're just having a conversation, Uh, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's not like we're on a radio. Mm -hmm. Hey, everybody, (laughs) it's five minutes past the hour. Oh, another uh, good band, uh, Say Anything. Yeah. I've like known them anything. for a, uh, about Sometimes. about a decade as well. I've known them for quite a while. You know them? Yeah. Like Max Par- Bemis? Uh, Parker and I, I don't really know Max that well. We've met. Yeah. But I've known I've known Parker for a long time. Uh, Jake Turner, who was their original guitar player. Yeah. And him and I have known each other. I've known him longer than I've known Parker. Wow. <clears throat> But uh, yeah, Parker and I uh, are good friends. Uh, the last time I ever here, he—I mean, every time they come in town, he always hooks me up with you know VIPs and yeah. stuff to hang out with them. But uh, well, you're connected. Get on it. Yeah. You're nice luckily, to these people. Milk it. Just be like, yeah. yo, I've been your friend for a long time. <laughs> Help a brother out. Is that a comment or just that? Looks like. There's one comment. Oh, it's just one viewer. One viewer. Hello, one viewer. Glad Thank to you. have you here. Uh, yeah, man, I'm excited for you with the uh, stereo shifter. It's been, you know, a little while since. Yeah, if you have time next Friday, let me know. I can get you on the list for that. Oh, you don't have to get me on the list. <clears throat> I have... like to buy tickets, you know, support. We it's have... not easy. No, I think we both know that. <laughs> yeah. Do you have pre-sale uh, tickets? I don't think they're doing... Pre-sale. I think it's just buy at door. Oh, I'll, have to talk, I'll have to talk to Josh about Maybe it Maybe on the website or something? Yeah, you can buy it on the website okay. for sure. If you go to Larimer Lounge, you can buy it. It's like 10 bucks, I think. Yeah. Larimer Lounge has a really good sound I, on yeah, stage I, and off stage. I'm, I'm still debating if I want to go Friday, this this Friday. Yeah. Only because I work the day after. But um, and my friends, man, they don't go on until 930. They, nice. They always go on late. And they're playing for like two hours. Okay. It's a... Uh, their 20 year anniversary one of their records <clears throat> nice so that was another band we toured with to my previous band tour with yeah Local H okay they'll be here Friday at Larimer Lounge so if you had a couple pieces of advice to give bands starting out <clears throat> or just you know any bands that may not know this let's hear Three pieces of advice you'd give. I'll just do it. <laughs> what a, you know, and don't say no to trying anything in the studio if you're Except recording. for drugs. Yeah, that. and then just keep doing it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Alright. And I, I can't what was it? I don't know the name of it. I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> oh man. That I just blew my mind. I thought I think that's the funniest thing I've heard all week. I can't Granted remember. it was only Tuesday, but Damn. That blew my mind. Alright, so the advice, uh what plans do you have? Uh when yeah. when can we expect the EP? You don't know? No, I don't know. I, I can't know. remember. I can't remember. <laughs> Maybe summertime, I'm hoping. Yeah. <clears throat> I wanted to do it for the holiday, but yeah. I'm just talking How many ready. songs do you have written? Uh, there's two and a half. We're working on the third one. That's why it's two and yeah. a half. I mean, hopefully by Six the next couple weeks, there's going to be three written. Uh, well, there's four, but yeah. the other song is kind of like it's more of a cover. Do you go to the Probably studio a couple times a week? I try to. Like yeah. when, if he, you know, Nick is, has a morning off and I have a morning off, we get together. And okay. Is it like out of his house? Or yeah, it's out of his apartment, yeah. Nice. So we'll try to get together as much as we can. Okay. Uh, this week, I don't think we're going to because our schedule didn't really line up, but maybe. That's always following a bitch. Week, yeah. I know we just started writing a new song too. Yeah. I don't really want to finish, but iPhone recordings, man. Well, we're ready to get together, so. Oh, uh, okay. Like he came up with the guitar part because I told him I was like I have no idea what I'm gonna do for that. that's why I said I don't say no no. Yeah. Try do you anything. use guitar effects like effect no, pedals? I don't use. Uh, I do. There's and one song I use for the the rhythm guitar. I use mm-hmm. like a a phaser on okay. the amp. Yeah, I know you. You turn no. the gain up. I like all the, the way. gain, yeah. <laughs> I do like gain, yeah. You you are very big on the gain. <clears throat> yeah, I don't really use any pedals. I just like to go straight. Yeah, you know, straight to the. I, other than the top box, which. Is so what more you're of saying a, is you hate pedals and you think they're I don't, stupid. I've been curious. Are you calling me stupid? <laughs> I have been curious about pedals, but they're just so expensive too. Yeah, that's the I other mean, thing. I mean, TC Electronic. They make some pretty quality Granted, pedals. My top for... box was one hundred and seventy dollars. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to buy one hundred and seventy dollars no, pedals. But I really wanted one, and nobody uses them in, a, yeah. in our generation of music nowadays. Promise so. me you'll make an Instagram video of you playing. <clears throat> yeah, I can actually. I'll probably. I'll, I made one when I got it. I'll send it to you later. Okay. Um, Post it on Instagram. I thought I dude. did. Maybe it, I'll make a new one. People are gonna want to see. Yeah. But. I'm going to try and record a song with it, but it's hard to record with it. <clears throat> nice. Because you can't plug it straight into your like DI or whatever you're using to record with. Because yeah. it comes out of the tube. Mm-hmm. So like it would, it, the tube, you can run it through right here. It would come like a little bit further out, like right about there. And you just put your mouth on it. And you put your mouth on, on the tube. And then what do you do? You just like, when you play, you use your mouth to make the sounds. Like with your voice, yeah. Or? Like I mean, you you've heard a wah wah pedal before, right? Yeah, it's kind of like that, but instead of okay. using your foot, you use your mouth. And like I've been learning how to like speak, like wow, clearly with wow, it. Wow, yeah, wow. it's hard to act, like speak every you know letter mm-hmm. clearly, and I've I've been practicing a lot yeah. before I actually record with it. Yeah. You know, but, it's funny because the people who listen to this, like, 
I'll do drum sounds like do got 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 or you know wow wow. I'm sure it's funny to listen to. Yeah, it is. At I'm first, so funny, Wes. A lot of people think it's funny, but yeah. it's like it's hard. It's yeah. like hard to use. Like it looks easy, but I thought it like it doesn't I, sound easy. When I watched Peter Frampton do it, I was like, oh, that's easy. If he can do it, I can do it. And it's like no, he's been doing it for like 30 years, you know. Yeah. Like, but it's, uh, I'm probably gonna do it. A new a song of my record with the top box too. So. That's awesome. I look forward to hearing that. <clears throat> I, I don't know when it. Oh, I've been trying to write with it, but it's hard. <laughs> I'm sure whatever it is, it'll be great. But it's a cool pedal. If you are curious about it, I'll look into it. Yeah, For it's sure. kind of pr- on the price side of pedals, but yeah, once you have it, it's worth it. Awesome. But. Is there anything else you'd like to tell the listeners? Other than our, that we have a show next Friday. Next Friday, Larimer Lounge. Yeah. With friends of the podcast, the yeah, Lichen. The Lichen, uh, I'm a Boy, and State Drugs. Do you know how much it is? Uh, I believe 10 If you nice. go on LarimerLounge.com, it should be on there. Okay. Uh, right on. Well, uh, Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, podcast. thank you for having me. I know we've been meaning to do it since I announced that I was going to do it. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm glad we finally got to sit down. Hopefully we can have the band on. Hell yeah. All right. Well, thank you. And uh, thank you to everybody listening. I love you. <laughs>